0: Welcome to In Alignment, episode four, with a great accent, episode four. Um, Today, (laughs) we're going to be talking about um, our first workshop. We just uh, ended it a while ago, I think about an hour ago, and uh, we're just going to go through the process of it from the moment we had the idea to, um, you know... uh, everything in between until the end or the completion of the workshop which was today at 3 p.m today being saturday november 2nd very relevant information yes (laughs) very important very important (laughs) so um yeah um so basically i think just like uh we've been talking about i believe in our other podcast um with our in alignment initiative we were just um Seeing and talking about every everything that we would like to be to align with uh, the in alignment um, podcast and aside from the podcast there were videos and we also eventually want to share um, maybe different spaces that people can visit to be in alignment whether it's like nature or yoga studio like in episode two was it two or three it was two like in episode two um at uh, sadhana yoga and sound in port coquitlam canada bc and um yeah and then aggie came up with a workshop idea and she was like hey what do you think about doing a workshop and i was like i love it <laughs> what are we gonna do <laughs> <That> sounds exactly <laughs> like the conversation to be honest yeah, yeah cool <laughs> we're in this day yeah cool let's yeah, do it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's Pretty much how it happened. So, yeah, where, where did the idea come about actually? Do you remember?
1: It all seems like a blur. I right? think that, um, so I became a yoga teacher three years ago and have been practicing on and off, like teaching donation based classes around the world. And I haven't really committed to a practice for a while, not since I left the country. And when we started talking about this initiative and, and, starting in alignment and we met Bonnie and had you know the space is so beautiful something told me that we would be able to put together something really beautiful and this was even when ah because before I left the country in March you were saying that you wanted to do meditations every Saturday right (laughs) yes Yeah. so I think that's Um, where it kind of came from because I was like oh how beautiful would it be if we could take both of our knowledge sets like my yoga your hypnotherapy and put together a space where we can create a community of being in alignment Mm -hmm. and have really great conversations with great people and also share what it is that we have to offer yeah I want to say that I think that's where it came from (laughs) yeah
0: makes sense makes sense which is I guess this—it's really what we're about, right? Just sharing what we have, what we know, and yeah. having conversations with people, and um, you know, exploring and expanding with others as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we sat um, one day together at a coffee shop. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we started listing all the things that we would like to do, and um, I must say, like for me, this whole process, whether it was for the workshop or even as we're talking right now and, um, you know, talking about our other initiatives that we want to do or we want to bring about with the In alignment movement. um, The process has been very natural, very effortless, very easy. Um, Everything seems to be flowing because I remember Aggie told me when we started talking about the workshop and she asked Bonnie and I think you said something about, you know, you had in mind November 2nd, and yeah. then November 2nd was the only date that yeah. Bonnie had available. Yeah. And so everything kind of just was lined, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And it, it flowed very naturally. And, um, yeah, and I feel like sometimes we have ideas of things that we want to do, and we check in with each other, and we're like, ah, uh, no, this does not resonate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then we kind of move on to something else. Yeah. Or if it's a question, it's like okay, well, why doesn't this uh, resonate with you? Then we kind of express ourselves, mm-hmm. and then we're like, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah, it yeah. does not resonate, or yes, this resonates. And um, but it's very, it's very easy. It's it's really easy working with Aggie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's okay working with
0: Aggie. <laughs> so um yeah so from the day that bonnie um confirmed actually before even she confirmed that we can have november 2nd we had already started working (laughs) on it because we already knew we're like it's happening on november 2nd (laughs) regardless (laughs) and um and we actually had a moment where bonnie was like oh no i think it's not available and he was like oh my god what are we gonna do and i was like ah just wait for it and then bonnie checked again and she was like oh no it's actually available and we're like yep it sure is. <laughs> so um yeah so then we were talking about the end of our workshop and just sharing our personal experiences um with the workshop and and yeah. leading the workshop yeah. and uh, so how was it for you so because you've taught yoga before yeah so yeah. how is this different or similar to you know teaching
1: yoga I think that previously I wasn't necessarily aware of how I wanted to approach classes, mm-hmm. um, or what I wanted to offer people, and with so, your yoga practice, yeah, okay. yeah. So although I taught and I received good feedback, it didn't feel authentic. It mm. felt like it felt scripted almost, mm-hmm. and although it was still you know coming out of me and it was ideas that were coming through me, it was still. Painted is the wrong word. It it was like someone else's blueprint. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of what it felt like. And I was always given opportunities to teach and it was never something, it was never hard to find places to teach, which is interesting because so many times I've had all these ideas that I get really excited about and then there's all these roadblocks that Mm. I have to, and you know, these hoops that I have to jump through and I'm like, and this, this experience was literally we... Plan to put together a workshop. We did it. We got a date, and then we showed up and we <laughs> we hosted it. Yeah. And yeah. I get nervous in front of people, and there's this inner critic that sits with me and is like, "You're a fraud. Where is this coming from? Who like who do you think you are? Trying to guide people? What through makes you? Things? What makes you think that you know better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like in what way are you qualified? Mm-hmm. And it's it's like this nagging so that I have to suppress. And in this case, yes, I had it again. But as soon as people started arriving, things started settling. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it was really like an acknowledgement that when you are doing the things that feel true to you, that the people will find you Mm -hmm. that align with that as well. And at no point did I feel... Like I was being judged, or mm-hmm. people weren't enjoying themselves, and I wasn't questioning what I was doing. I was just allowing you know this voice to speak through me. And,
0: and vice versa for herself too. like yeah. I know for myself, if I'm looking for something, I will vibrate with a certain mm. person, just like I vibrated with Bonnie, and even though her studio is like an hour and a half away from me <laughs> You know, I, it, it's it's the value that I get from coming yeah. here and um, experiencing what she has to offer as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: in the space. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a huge thing <coughs> is just, like, is taking the risk of mm-hmm. doing something that you don't know how it's going to turn out and you don't necessarily know what steps you need to take to get there or what the requirements are for you to succeed in whatever way you want to call it but just trusting that if you are approaching things with the right intention and you allow yourself to be vulnerable in that state that things are going to work out if they're supposed to mm-hmm. right it shouldn't life shouldn't be that hard we shouldn't be constantly putting ourselves through difficult situations just to achieve something and Mm -hmm. that's been one of my patterns is like well this is too easy it can't possibly rewrite Mm -hmm. but why can't it right why can't something feel good and why can't we create a community around people that like feeling good Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) definitely yeah Um, I actually want to touch on, you know, the idea of taking a risk. How does that resonate with you? Or why do you perceive it as a risk? Like, what do you define a risk? Mm -hmm. How do you define it?
1: Risks for me are anything that is truly uncertain, like something that I haven't done before and I don't know how I'm going to respond to it. And... Uh, I talked to a psychologist about this because I had a turbulent childhood with uh, my external sources and just like being an immigrant in uh, in elementary school with a weird accent and funny clothes and funny food mm-hmm. was it made me can't relate to that. <laughs> I know you can. <laughs> um, so it just like this fear of not being accepted and the psychologist that I was talking about, or talk, about talking with stated that it's, it's a very primal thing that before in you know when we were very community and tribal based that if we weren't accepted we didn't have a home we didn't have food and we were left out to die mm. and now it's very different because our societies are much larger and we are self-sufficient humans but that instinct still comes through us so for me, you know, approaching a workshop, which although deep down I knew that the right people were going to be attracted to it and mm-hmm. that even if only one person came, it was still going to be something so beautiful, mm-hmm. there was still a part of me that was like, you're not going to be accepted. Mm-hmm. This is not okay. Why are you doing this? This is dangerous, right. <laughs> which it's not, but it's that, it's like that inner critic that comes up and questions what it is that you're doing because it's not quote unquote safe, mm-hmm. it's different mm-hmm. and coming from someone who jumps from country to country and hasn't had a stable job <laughs> in two years it's funny that I would be so triggered by opening myself up to hosting a workshop mm-hmm. and, you know being vulnerable in front of a group of people yeah. mm-hmm.
0: and I'm asking because for me the experience has, I've had similar experiences but now um, I feel like I don't really get the sense of risk anymore mm. and um, you know even in conversation with uh, a cousin of mine when I was in Toronto and she was saying you know but you have you're brave and you're, you're brave and, and this is why you're doing this you have like all this courage and you know that's why you, you can do this and I said no actually that's not why but it was a process for me as well and the process was that in the beginning yes I had to find that courage and yes I had to feel you know I, I needed to feel brave enough to do the things that I felt were right but with um, all the practices that I do now it's not I don't see it's not even that I don't see it I, I, I guess there's no space for the word risk mm. and um, to me it's more like okay well if this feels good this feels right I'm flowing, <laughs> awesome, and that's the end <laughs> of it, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's um it's definitely a um a process and a discipline, but um I feel like uh it it's just an experience. It's it's how you want to experience life. Uh, for me, that's what it comes down to, right? I know there's some things that sometimes I do, and people think that I'm crazy, and they say, you know, but this is like this is the law or this is government or it's like this. And if you do that, then you're taking a risk. And I'm like, no,
1: I'm not. <laughs>
0: it doesn't feel I, like I am. No, it doesn't feel like I am. And I don't attract those, uh, you know, those situations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, this workshop was, it was beautiful. I <laughs> I was telling Aggie, so, Basically, the way that we started our uh, workshop, we started with a, a guided meditation, a short guided meditation with Aggie. and then we had a few prompts to um, well, to journal, yeah, right? yeah. And then uh, we had a very um, not smooth but gentle, gentle yoga practice. Yeah. And then um, just like a fifteen minutes of light hypnosis, and then we just concluded and we shared our experience. Um, afterwards and I was telling her you know uh, when we were when she was leading the the meditation I kept smiling because I'm I'm naturally sensitive to energy so I could see and feel everybody's energy and it made me smile so much and I honestly we had four people today but it felt like I don't know. There was at least ten people or fifteen people in that room, and I was just so happy. I was like, "Oh my god! Thank you so much, guys, for being here. This is this is amazing."
1: <laughs> yeah, was yeah, really sweet.
0: yeah. It was so. Um, yeah. So, how was um, how? When did you go from you know feeling maybe a bit nervous in the beginning to finally? listening or aligning yourself with that inner voice and being like okay i'm doing this this is Mm. this
1: is flowing this is easy i think it was so as soon as people started coming in it already shifted my energy Mm. because i was like wow these are my people (laughs) why was i worried these are my people and it's that that sense of trust and Of course, you know, being put in front of a group of people can always be intimidating Mm -hmm. and even world-renowned teachers talk about, you know, that nervousness that you get. So I think it's very normal. Um, But once, yeah, once we kind of sat there and everybody felt grounded enough and ready, I don't feel like it was me talking anymore. Mm -hmm. I felt like something was going through me and I was able, I was given the privilege to share whatever it is that was needed in that space. And I think there were still moments where all of a sudden my voice came in and was like, what you doing? (laughs) 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 And so it's just a little bit of taking a breath and settling Mm -hmm. in and also allowing yourself to be in that practice Mm -hmm. in whatever sense that is. And that can be translated into public speaking or uh, delivering presentations or, you know, just talking to people is that coming back and acknowledging that you were also in that experience Mm -hmm. and knowing that again, when you, when you are coming from a place of true intention, that people will respond with the same way. Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then it's, it's not on you.
0: I really like, um, that, that taking a breath because, um, I feel like maybe now we we were more aware of how breath, you know, breathing is important mm-hmm. and how it can affect us. And I know cuz even for me, um when I first started meditating, you know, I used to have so many thoughts battling for my attention and and it's it's and then my mind would kind of go and, you know, bounce around from one thing to another. And that would always come back to my, to my breath, to my breathing and just focusing on how I'm breathing. And, um, you know, you, you, you do it enough times that after you don't have as many thoughts, but then when you don't have that many thoughts, you also become more sensitive to, uh, physical feelings. And so I know like, for example, in the workshop, I was telling Aggie that I could feel sometimes when she was nervous, Mm. I could feel it in my body as well, Um, but it's coming back to the breath and, you know, realizing that, realizing and acknowledging that it's not mine and uh, with letting it go, I was also focusing on holding space for everybody, but, you know, but everybody was there, they were holding their own space as well, so that's what was also beautiful, but it's something that you can do anywhere, even at work you know if you're feeling nervous if you're feeling anxious if you're feeling off if you're feeling however you're feeling contrary or opposite to feeling good Mm -hmm. you can take two minutes I sometimes I used to go actually I would sneak out and go to the bathroom and just sit there for five minutes and just focus on breathing because I could feel myself starting being overwhelmed by everybody else's feelings and stress and all of that and, you know, it's, it's painful, it's not comfortable, and it's not something that I wanted to keep in my body. Yeah. So then I would just um, take those five minutes and go to the washroom, breathe in, breathe out. And, you know, you start realizing that your body is also um, reacting to mm-hmm. its environment, but your mind is also reacting to it. And the moment you start breathing and calming yourself down, um, you know, your mind starts being clear. And yeah. then sometimes maybe your body's still feeling something, and maybe your heartbeat is still a bit high. But then you just kind of start focusing on that, and then bringing it, bringing it like a, uh, how do you say, it? like a notch down yeah. or whatever. Bring it down a and notch. Bring, <laughs> thank you. Same thing. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. <same>, <laughs> so, yeah. So breathing, very, very important, and it's something that I always encourage people because you you really have to give yourself permission to breathe and be calm feel calm and feel good yeah yeah but it's a matter of deciding if that's what you want to do right because yeah. sometimes people don't want to feel calm <laughs> they like chaos and that's okay too yeah. yeah yeah
1: but i love the this reminder to come back to the breath because it's one of the most common forms of meditation mm-hmm. right it's something Definitely. that is always with us it's something that we have control over yeah i mean unless we're in an anxiety attack but aside from that you know we can. Stop and realize the quality of our breath, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's been, I think, I don't remember what the statistics are, but they say that people don't breathe enough in a day. hmm Because they thought, take, yeah. yeah because yeah. they're such shallow breaths. Yeah. Instead of, like, taking a full... Deep like, breath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the benefit of a sigh as well Mm -hmm. because our bodies will naturally yawn or they might sigh something out and it's just something that we allow to happen but to take a moment and to take that deep breath and sigh what's going on out with intention Mm -hmm. to say i am releasing what does not belong to me it immediately will bring a sense of calm to your body Mm. and that is something that is we have so much control over and you can do in any space right you don't need to Grab your meditation bolster with your lavender oil and incense, <laughs> and sit there for half an hour. You can, like you were saying, you were going to the bathroom mm-hmm. and just taking a moment to breathe. And that's yeah, that's accessible to anyone at any given point. Right? Yeah. Even at your desk, you just sit down and typically yeah. people people will notice and they won't interrupt. <laughs> at that they're like, okay, she's yeah. doing her thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if you have anything else to add, but um, this kind of feels right to end for me. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. So one thing that you should take out of this podcast is remember how to breathe <laughs> and give yourself permission to do it anywhere you are. And, you know, just c- coming back and, and, yeah, coming back into alignment, coming back to your body, breathing, taking like at least seven deep breaths and um, visualizing also yourself becoming calmer, becoming better or happier or whatever it is that you need in that moment and giving yourself what you need. And um, yeah, so aside from that, I guess we'll see you in or, yeah. See (laughs) you. You will hear us. Hear us. (laughs) In episode five.